Hello, and welcome to episode two of An Appeal to Reason, in collaboration with the End the Two-Party System Network. As always, I encourage you to check out the Crawdads and Taters podcast and my substack, burian.substack.com. You can find Crawdads and Taters on any of your favorite podcast platforms. Today, I'll be talking briefly about why the Democratic Party can't be reformed from inside. A commonplace definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. We can look at the history of running inside the Democratic Party and see that the results end up the same. Reform does not come from inside. In 1944, the Democratic Party leadership came together at their national convention and nominated Harry S. Truman to be vice president, even though Truman originally was not even seeking this position. But Roosevelt was likely to die in office, and the Democrats wanted to make sure they had a good establishment man, someone who supported segregation, ready to take over. This meant that Henry Wallace, who was against segregation and had been vice president, could not be allowed to win. On the first ballot at the convention, Henry Wallace won with 429.5 delegates, and Truman only received 319.5. But Wallace only had 36.5% of the vote. So on the second ballot, the party bosses maneuvered to make sure Truman gained and surpassed Wallace. Even though Roosevelt personally wrote of Wallace, quote, I personally would vote for Wallace's renomination if I were a delegate to the convention. But the party bosses didn't care what the people wanted or what Roosevelt wanted. They only cared about their own agenda and that it did not include having an anti-segregationist as president. The Democratic Party has a long history of rigging their own system to make sure that they choose the candidate that they want. Henry Wallace would go on to run for president in 1948 on a third party ticket, the Progressive Party. Although he lost the election, He received 8% of the vote in New York and 2.38% nationwide. He said after this loss, quote, Unless this bipartisan foreign policy of high prices and war is promptly reversed, I predict that the Progressive Party will rapidly grow into the dominant party. To save the peace of the world, the Progressive Party is more needed than ever before, end quote. This remains true today as it did then. We truly need a progressive working class party to represent the people, not the corporations. Henry Wallace made the right choice to run outside the party after he was snubbed by them in 1944. Those who ran within the party did not fare any better than Henry Wallace had. Shirley Chisholm and George McGovern both ran progressive campaigns in 1972. Shirley Chisholm was the first African-American woman in Congress and ran on the slogan, Unbought and Unbossed. In her presidential candidacy announcement speech, she said, quote, I am not the candidate of any political policies or fat cats or special interests. I stand here now without endorsements from many big-name politicians or celebrities or any other kind of prop. I do not intend to offer you the tired cliches that have too long been an accepted part of our political life. End quote. Her goal was to transform the Democratic Party into a, quote, party of the masses and the poor, end quote. Unfortunately, this goal did not come true as she was largely dismissed. Her platform included protecting the environment, getting money out of politics, fighting poverty, ending war, 
racial justice, legalization of marijuana, abortion rights, and gay rights. The Black Panther Party endorsed Shirley Chisholm, which was their first endorsement in electoral politics, and they described her in the following, quote, Shirley Chisholm has stood up in the face to racism, a lone black woman denouncing the sufferings of black and poor people at every opportunity. She is the best social critic of America's injustices to run for presidential office. In New Jersey, Shirley Chisholm won the primary with 67% of the vote. But due to complex Democratic Party rules, she would end up with only four of New Jersey's 109 delegates. The Associated Press called this primary vote meaningless. At the Democratic Convention, Shirley ended up with 152 delegate votes for a fourth-place finish. Harlem World Magazine described her run, quote, She also struggled to be regarded as a serious candidate instead of as a symbolic political figure. She was ignored by much of the Democratic political establishment and received little support from her black male colleagues. Unfortunately, this means that much of her progressive platform has still not been implemented today. Even though this platform would have been the best for the working class, it was largely ignored by the Democratic establishment. This is how Democrats have always treated progressives who run within their system. It would be insane to continue this strategy and expect different results. I'll talk about Jesse Jackson and Bernie Sanders at another time, but today I just wanted to highlight how the Democratic Party has not changed. There is no changing the party from within. This is why we need a strong third party to represent the working class. The Democrats have never done that, and they are not going to start today. Thanks for listening, and make sure to hit the subscribe and like buttons, and share, and follow the other shows on the End the Two-Party System Network.